welcome to the Healthcare IT Today interview series. We feel lucky to be able to talk to so many smart, passionate, and knowledgeable people in healthcare. Now, we're taking our favorite interviews and sharing them with you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy perspectives on the world of health IT. Hello and welcome to Healthcare IT Today, where we explore the latest trends in healthcare IT. And we discover some interesting insights along the way. I'm Colin Hung, and I'm about to sit down with Dr. Haley Fisher-Wright, president of MGMA. We're going to be talking to her about the future of healthcare practices, as well as where the industry is going. And of course, we have to ask her questions about the workforce and revenue challenges that everyone is facing. Join me as we sit down with Dr. Wright. Dr. Wright, if you could just introduce yourself for our audience, that would be fantastic. Good morning. I'm Dr. Haley Fisher-Wright, president and CEO of MGMA. So a lot has happened since the last time you and I got together. Uh, two new challenges, very large ones, have happened in our industry. Revenue challenge and the workforce challenge. Can you comment on that? Sure. 88% of our practices have identified that workforce challenges are creating um, revenue, uh, I would say expense challenges. So uh, within practices right now, you have the challenges of inflation, you have the kind of post-pandemic supply chain issues, you have security issues, and then you have the workforce staffing challenges. What we mean by that, and um, we actually spoke about it at the conference yesterday, was that there is a disconnect um, with, I would say, previous generations saying, I want to go into healthcare because it's a calling or passion or I want to serve others versus a generation where it's a job. And from that standpoint, we're not seeing the longevity of employees. We're also not really seeing people interested because the compensation for some of the front office and back office jobs um, because of the workforce challenges across the country, we may not be a competitive uh, salary relative to even retail right now. So is the solution just to pay people more? Is there a single silver bullet? I think so. Um, and one of the themes that have come across the entire conference of our uh, Medical Practice Leaders Conference is that there's no one solution. So there's not a silver bullet to really recruit. I think it's a multi-prong approach. I think it there's a um, you've got to capture the audience right off the bat. The long hi hiring cycles really, I think, post-COVID are a thing of the past. Um, the other thing is you need to capture people on a multitude of different arenas. And, and candidly, the concept of how you make a position attractive needs to have a pretty big flexibility as far as work hours, compensation, benefits. Um, work culture certainly is coming into a dominance, something we've been talking about probably for 40 years. Um, people are really selecting uh, workplaces based on who they work with and how they work. Um, one of the speakers yesterday mentioned it used to be when they hired staff, they'd ask, um, how much do I get paid? Now people are asking, how many days do I get off? So unfortunately, it sounds like there isn't a short-term solution. It sounds like what we have to do is really take a longer-term view to solve some of the challenges that we're facing right now. Yeah, I think, I think really what we're looking at is, I think one of the things I talked to you about last year is there was no 
trend that we were seeing during the pandemic that wasn't present prior to the pandemic. It was just that the pandemic intensified the amplitude of it. So I think this very much the great resignation and the staffing challenges really is something that probably started pre-pandemic. And really what I think it signifies is a generational change and a relationship to work change for American society. So for the baby boomers who's identify, identified in healthcare particularly with, I give all of myself at my job versus some of our Gen Zers where it's a job. It's a finite period of hours, check in, check out. And while, um, you know, the hashtag whatever boomer <laughs> predominates uh, a lot, really it does signify a societal change in that relationship. And although, uh, and we're really advocating, don't be judgmental about that. You have to meet people where they are. I have to ask you this question. What does the future practice look like? And I've written extensively about this. I think we even talked about this a few years ago. The scheduling of practices was by and large set up for doctors. In other words, you have the doctor in the office and the schedules accommodate the doctors. Really with the rise of consumerism and then with the employment shifts that we're seeing, we're starting to see schedules, hours expand. And if you're not tying a practice to a physician who can only put in eight hours or six hours of clinical time, and you're really having in a rotation of, of clinical care, that becomes much more doable. And that is probably what I'm seeing in the future. Add in, and you and I talked about this extensively, other, um, I would say, uh, you know, kind of technological solutions such as some, telehealth, um, but also use of AI, uh, use of, um, I would say, use of allied health professionals. I think not three years from now, but 10 years from now, I think the practice will look a little different than basically four staff members for each physician. I think you'll see because, and, and we've never talked about the shortage of physicians that's on the horizon, which are getting worse. Um, we will see a much different model and it aligns with cons what consumers expect in the future as well. I think we're heading towards that point. We're, we're not close to that yet, but we are getting to that point. Sounds like it's also gonna be a little bit of a rocky road to get there between now and there. Well, change is always, it's uh, one of the things in my speech is I, is I quote Carly Fiorina when I said, uh, heaven, she's quoted as saying, heaven is, um, change is a lot like heaven. Uh, everyone wants to go there, but no one wants to die to get there. And I think that's true for healthcare in the sense that we know we need change. We know that something's got to give. We know our compensation model is, has to change. It's not sustainable. We know we don't have the resources to continue to support what we're doing. And yet, if you really look at what healthcare has done over the last 25 years, it really is the same. It's variation in theme. We haven't seen dramatic change. So I think all the forces that you and I are speaking about are going to probably catalyze a crisis that will force that change on us. And that probably that's a good thing because left to our own devices, we wouldn't do it. 
So what has you excited about the industry? And when you look at some of the developments that are happening, what are some of the positive ones that you're seeing? Well, so for all that I've just spoken about, I view that all as positive in the sense that there's nothing but opportunity. Whereas for the last, you know, honestly, since uh, 2005, I've been writing extensively and talking about what we need in healthcare and everyone nods, but there's no energy around actually meaningfully making that change. There's now energy around making those changes. Uh, I do see that the compensation models are shifting in such a way that those who are able to make meaningful change will be very successful in the future. Um, I'm very excited about <laughs> 20, let's see, I think I went to my first EHR uh, conference in 97. So we're 25 years later uh, ish. Um, we're actually getting on the cusp of using technology as a way of augmenting and enhancing the relationship between clinical care as opposed to being a barrier to clinical care. So I'm excited about that because I'm a big advocate of the appropriate use of technology. Um, in healthcare, and interestingly, one of the things I'm most excited about is, and it's going to sound very uh, counterintuitive, is I'm excited about how mental health has developed technological AI models, online models, and because there is no, really not enough mental health support for the United States, and is successfully deploying it with high customer satisfaction, that excites me because it has broad application across the entire clinical spectrum. So it's, it's like I said, it's counterintuitive, but I think, it, I think it has an exciting opportunity for clinical deployment. What's next for MGMA? What's on the horizon in the next couple of years? Well, all these changes that I'm excited and the opportunities are going to require a lot of shepherding and a lot of change in how we approach how we engage our members, our membership model is shifting very much in alignment with how clinical practice is shifting. So 10 years ago, we were an organization of independent individuals. Now we're an organization kind of of those and larger organizations. So I think we have a larger influence in how medical practice, as far as the management operations, intersect with clinical care. And so from that standpoint, we're retooling everything in our, I would say, toolbox, developing new products and services to, uh, to use the Wayne Gretzkyism, meet the puck where it is, uh, because we do anticipate broad change in healthcare. Thank you for throwing in that Wayne Gretzky reference. That makes my Canadian heart warm. <laughs> <laughs> So if I was a practice manager sitting in front of you today, and what message would MGMA want me to hear? Um, you're on the cusp of greatness. Um, I think because we've been somewhat doing the same thing for the last 25, 50 years, expecting different results, the changes that are coming, I think really will move us towards maybe not permanent solutions, but really move us well along the path of addressing some longstanding ills. And it's going to be an incredibly exciting time in healthcare. It'll move fast, it'll be exciting, and most importantly, 
we're going to help a lot of people that we may not have been able to reach before.